how to tell if somebody's a racist white supremacist in 30 seconds. See, I don't actually think you can be racist towards white people. Why? Because they're white. Isn't that racist though, creating different rules for people based on the color of their skin? No, because there has to be a power dynamic in order for racism to occur. Go on. White people have more systemic power in this country, so they can't be oppressed by racism. Just so you know, that means you believe in white supremacy. No. You just said white people are more powerful, though, because they're white. No, you're not listening. I'm saying white people have all the power in this country, so you can't oppress them with racism like you can minorities. So by your logic, if a minority group was in power right now, you would be okay with being racist towards them. Is capitalism it? Capitalism is it. I'm not saying it's a perfect system, but it's the best one that we have. What would you say to someone who thinks capitalism is just not it? You can say capitalism is bad, all the other systems are worse. That's really my point of view. I come specifically from a Cuban background, where my family suffered through communism, through socialism. Although everyone in Cuba is at a equal standing, they're all equally poor and suffering. You know, a lot of people think that when we all struggle, we'll all help each other, and really, it's when people become more divisive than ever. Local criminal investigations into Mesa County Clerk Tina Peters' alleged voting machine security breaches continues. If I asked you this question before the 2020 election, are these voting machines secure? I would have said yes. And after the election, I would have said yes. What changed? Tina Peters admits she brought in a consultant to make a forensic copy of the Dominion voting system in Mesa County. I continue to think that our voting machines are too vulnerable. Voting machines in Georgia and Texas switch votes from one candidate to another. Virtually every machine was broken into. Ballot recording machines. Voting machines. 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 Voting machines. Voting machines. 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 Machines, which are vulnerable to being hacked. There is no serious person out there who would suggest somehow that you could even rig America's elections. We've seen no evidence that any of our voting systems have been tampered with. The November 3rd election was the most secure. It was the most secure. Most secure. Most secure election in American history, period. The process is very secretive. These machines are built by private companies, which we don't have a right to know it goes on inside those. What did you see during the software update? We've uncovered something that they're afraid of. We didn't consider the machine. The information found there is the Rosetta Stone. They made By a mistake and left the evidence in the machine. And you can hide it as well. It's only what the programmer tells to say. It's literally like the difference between going from pickpocketing to credit card fraud. These people are being selected, not elected. It's about who gets to count the vote. Break down my door, terrorize my family. FBI, federal search warrant. What do you remember? Just my mom being handcuffed by the chief of police. This is not what we do in America. You could make it all go away, though. You just keep your mouth shut. You could have your life back. Can't unsee what I've seen. There's no, right now, a foreign country could print up tens of thousands of, of uh, counterfeit ballots and be very hard for us to detect which was the right and which was the wrong ballot. So I think it, it, can, it, it, it can upset and undercut the confidence in the integrity of our elections.
There's no, right now, a foreign country could print up tens of thousands of, of uh, counterfeit ballots and be very hard for us to detect which was the right and which was the wrong ballot. So I think it, it, can, it, it, it can upset and undercut the confidence in the integrity of our elections. We've got all the right in the world on our side, and there ain't no reason to be afraid. And there ain't no reason to not take the challenge dead on. Because I'm going to tell you who we come from, folks. We don't come from some weak, jellyback, spineless people. That's not who we come from. None of us. And it doesn't matter what color you are, what nation your folks hail from, how much money you got. We all share the same name. We are Americans. And at Bunker Hill, there was Americans. And at Fredericksburg and Gettysburg, there was Americans. And at Iwo Jima, Raising that flag on Sarabachi, it was Americans. And at Corktop Hill, it was Americans. Quezon, it was Americans. And on 9-11, there was Americans who ran towards those burning buildings. That is who you share your heritage with. You do not share your heritage with a weak and ineffective people who cower at the side of trouble. You share your heritage with a strong and brave people who are determined to hold on to their freedom and for the freedom of future generations. Guys, it's time for us to stand up and be that generation. It's time for us to stand strong and proud and remember who we are, that we are Americans. And as long as we stand as the vanguard of freedom in this nation, freedom will survive. Not only survive, but fly. So guys, it's time to put on a packs. Time to fix those bayonets. It's time to get ready. We got a fight on our hands. And our fight is not for us, for all those generations that's going to come behind. Let's save America, folks. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Hey folks, how's it going? Jovan Hutton Pulitzer here. Thank you for joining me this morning. I appreciate you very much. Hope everybody had a great Memorial Day weekend. Hope you got to spend some time with family and friends and have some good food. Do me a favor, folks. Please share this program. It's a one-finger war. I know you want to give them this finger. It's one-finger war. One-finger war. Share this program. Get people involved. Today, we're going to be talking about just some of the whacked stuff that is going on. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it's weird out there. Uh, but there's some good things like Biden booed. But we're going to talk about Starbucks, new drink, iced meth, 
maybe, maybe not. A massive egg arson and a lot of other stuff going on, folks. Share this right now. Let's get started with today's program. Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused, emotional, socialist, snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. He's known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey, folks, how's it going? Jovan Hutton Pulitzer here, and, well, cut the crap. You know what crap is, culture, race, and American politics. When you mix culture and race together with American politics, it seems like everything goes to hell in a handbasket. This is why we're all in this fight together. We're all affected by it, but, you know, my job's very simple, to make you the smartest patriot in the room. And if you don't know what's going on, how can you fight it? You can't fight it. The bottom line is you have to get informed. You have to get in the center of this. Now, I think everything's catching on across America. Don't get me wrong. People are waking up that this Biden madness is, in fact, that Biden madness. It's total junk. Anywhere he goes, he's booed, right? By the way, speaking of booing, if you want to help boo the current mail-order maladministration, you know what? You got to join this program. You've got to become a digital warrior. You have to fight. It's a one-finger war. You need to share this. Shout out to everybody tuning in on our FM stations, Real Talk 93.3. Thank you for joining me. Look, I record every day, 7 a.m., 7 p.m., seven days a week. Real easy to remember, 777. Very easy to remember. If you want to watch me while I do the program, uh, people call me out because I'm very weird looking. If you were to look at me, that's why I have a face for radio. I'm an extremely odd looking fellow. I won't tell you what the secret is to my success of being extremely odd looking. Other than I don't have a forehead. I have a five head, six head, seven head, eight head, nine head. It's a really, really, really big head. I guess there is some truth that I'm right big headed. Anyway, you can check me out by watching the video feed of this by going on to uh, Facebook and Twitch and Twitter and Telegram and Gitter and Rumble and Clout Hub and all these other ones. Today, let's just talk about how poopy pants Biden, our mail order maladministration president, was booed. See, he went down to Uvalde where this horrible mass execution was where the police stood down, stood out in the hallway, where a fellow was in there literally executing children. So he decided to go down and make his presidential appearance uh, to show people he supported them. The bottom line is when he got out, quote unquote, to pay his respects for the school massacre, 
a crowd of people, this is on video, the news didn't show it, a crowd of people started booing him. I watched some of the news that was trying to diffuse this saying people were booing Texas Governor Abbott, but in fact, it was when Biden was walking the street hand in hand with his wife and crowds were booing him saying, do something, do something. Evidently it was so intense, the boos, that he, instead of walking to meet the crowd like he was going to and walking up to where he was headed, he just kind of turned a little bit and went back to the limo, which is called the beast, by the way. And he stepped in to the limo, kind of stood up on the door frame, uh, pointed to the crowd and said, we will do something. Uh, and basically gave them a thumbs up. But the crowd was going nuts saying, do something, do something, do something. And uh, <laughs> he was going to set up at a podium, right? He was going to, he set up the, the police, set up the tape and everything, right? And he was going to meet residents outside. And, but just as he decided to do it, forget it. He was booed by the crowds. Uh, I would say he probably could have been booed for many, many, many reasons, don't you? Not just booed for Uvalde. The ones that deserve the real booing there, right, would be the police for standing down. But again, sometimes it's upside down in this world. It's like, did you hear about this protester protesting people damaging the earth? So here's a protester saying the earth is priceless. The earth is re uh, not replaceable. You're damaging the earth. We've got to wake up, folks. So he decided to, uh, here's how he decided to protest. Uh, first off, he dressed like a woman. I don't know what it is. A young man, he had a wig and a lipstick, right? Maybe he was trying to look like an American election official or an army officer. Don't know. But he had a wig and a lipstick, and he was in a uh, wheelchair. And he got within close distance of the Mona Lisa. Yes, that Mona Lisa over in France. And he jumped up out of his wheelchair. And he leapt at the Mona Lisa. Didn't phase her from what I hear. She just kind of kept staring at him blankly. But anyway, he jumped up, leapt at the Mona Lisa, started smashing on it. By the way, it's behind glass. It's behind protective glass. And he couldn't smash it. And so what he did was he proceeded to smear cake on the glass. And then he threw roses everywhere. Then he got tackled by security. After he got tackled by security as he's being pulled out of the museum, he's saying, think of the earth. There are people who are destroying the earth. Think of the earth. That's why I did this. Think of the earth. And he gave no explanation as to what happened. And the security guards then proceeded to take cloths, wipe up, wipe off the cream, and move on. <laughs> I uh, I don't get this. People are damaging the earth. It's priceless. It cannot be replaced. So let me try to damage something priceless. I know it's just a, a news moment they're trying to do. But okay, okay, uh, you're going to be a hero, right? Maybe Beto O'Rourke will invite you to one of his stump speeches in Texas. Did you know the Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa was stolen in 1911 by a museum employee? Did you know that? I didn't know that. Uh, in the 1950s, a vandal uh, damaged it in an acid attack. 
Didn't know that either. A, in 2009, a Russian woman who was angry at not being able to get French citizenship, she was so upset, you're not letting me be a citizen. I'll show you I'm a valuable citizen. She threw a ceramic cup at it, smashed the cup. It didn't harm the glass. But this was the protest they did, right? This was the protest I did. You know, I'm just trying to think, other than a news event, what did this accomplish? What did Biden accomplish going down to Uvalde? Nothing. Except he now said, we got to get rid of high-powered ammo like the 9 millimeter. None of these people that want to... Uh, do anything about guns, don't, don't even know the difference in the guns, right? Don't even know the difference in the guns. And all these protesters, yeah, they're getting a media event, but they do it some of the stupidest ways. Okay, so Biden went to Uvalde while he was there. Why didn't he go to the border? Why didn't they get the video shot? Oh, I know why they didn't get him at the border. Because if he was standing at the border, there would be a video opportunity of him standing there and across the walkable river would have been, you know, about a quarter of a million illegals waiting to come in. He's not going to get caught in that opportunistic shot. He's not going to go to the underpasses where there's tent and village cities where everybody's stacked upon each other. Hell no, he's not going to let a picture like that be taken of him, but he will go uh, see grieving parents and promise to do something even when those grieving parents boom. By the way, did you know all across Texas and those border towns, it's going red. Hang tight, folks. Be right back right after this. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back. The morning after the 3 November 2020 presidential election, Americans woke up to the stark reality that our great nation was under a new type of attack. This attack didn't come with mortars or bullets, but was an assault on our sacred election process. Since then, Americans everywhere have had to ask themselves if they really believe that our election was true and fair. We are in a time of large-scale government corruption and many have lost faith in our institutions. That's why we formed the America Project for you and for the nation. The America Project was formed by a group of fellow patriots who are building the most pro-freedom and pro-American network ever known. The America Project will connect you with organizations, churches, small businesses, and individuals to help you win for America. The America Project is about actions and results. Join our team today. God bless you and God bless America. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. Well, during these times, your support has meant everything to us. So my employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. We're selling the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have my standard size MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. Or you can get custom fit with my premium queen size MyPillows, regularly $79.98, now just $29.98. 
or my king size regular $89.98, now just $34.98. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive this exclusive offer. If you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Jovan, HuttonPulitzer.Locals.com is the only place a true patriot can stay informed, free of charge, without censorship. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. It's absolutely a government triangulation. They are literally putting Mike Lindell in the crosshairs. They get to choose 250 ballots of their choosing. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what really happened. Even I had no idea how dirty they play this game of censorship until I lost my social media. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit JovanHuttonPulitzer.Locals.com today. I guarantee you, you will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room. We're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut Cut the the crap. Here's Jovan. Okay, we're back. Welcome. Hey, did you know if you're doing this, you're a crap cutter? You're a fellow crap cutter with me. Uh, I think that's fantastic because it's time every one of us tell every one of these SOBs to cut the crap. That's why I named the program this. We're going to grab them by the lapels and just shake the hell out of them and say, cut the crap. That's how we all feel. By the way, I did do a follow-up in the break to check on the Mona Lisa to make sure there actually wasn't any damage. I found a report by the French police saying Mona Lisa was not damaged. It was no big deal. And by the way, even with all the attention, she did not at all, even as the slightest, crack a smile. So evidently, she's totally okay. By the way, folks, are you paying attention to what's going on in Canada? Two things going on in Canada that you need to pay attention to, but the one thing you need to remember as they push it in Canada, they're trying to set it up to fall in America. Pay attention, folks. That's how close it is to the United States border. Two things. The police, uh, head of police in Canada, I forget what he's called, one of the key whatever, whatever people, where remember the trucker stuff where they were funding truckers? The, the police came out and said everybody that funded the truckers needs to be tracked down and their lives ruined and destroyed for supporting that effort. Then over this sneaky little long weekend, Trudeau came out and said that they are getting rid of guns. You can no longer buy guns and they're doing a buyback program. It's coming to our shores in the United States of America, people. I'm telling you, It's coming to our shores. You need to pay attention. Okay, let's talk about Virginia. You know, Virginia, we've talked about it many times. This is where, you know, they had the transgender kid in the bathroom and he raped the girl and, but he was a boy really pretending to be a girl in the girl's bathroom. The school hit it. He did it again. They kicked him out sent him to another school, he raped another girl in a bathroom, and then to come find out his mom was forcing him, his mom, who was militantly gay, was forcing him to be a girl. All mess. Well, this uh, 
Virginia system is going nuts. Remember, that's right there at the Capitol. We're rotting from the inside out at our Capitol. The parents are now fighting back. Thank God we talked about it. They have a policy now that is very extreme. They've expanded their discipline program that if a child misgenders or dead names a student, you know what that is? Misgender. Misgender is the teacher that teaches gender studies. That's misgender. No, no, no. Misgender means the boy who wants to be called the girl must be called the girl. The girl that wants to be called the dude must be called the dude. Blah, 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 blah. That's misgendering. And dead naming. Dead naming is uh, my name, Jovan. And if I all of a sudden wanted to be called Joanna and you don't call me Joanna, well, you're shaming me. That's dead naming. Well, finally, the parents stood up. See, in this change, they're saying that even if a boy is a boy and you call him a he, but he thinks he's a girl, that is misnaming. And you're required to undergo uh, disciplinary action. It's a level three offense for dis, uh, misgendering and dead naming. Although they can call us conspiracy theorists and it's completely fine, right? But don't you dare misgender somebody. You can be expelled from school over this silliness for seven to 14 days. They can do in-school suspension. They can do out-of-school suspension. And if they believe you were malicious enough about it, they can refer you to law enforcement. Uh, I tell you, uh, et cetera, I tell you this, because you need to know about it. Now, Jeffrey's saying, he popped up on Facebook, do you see the video of the little girl that killed had a different father on two different news broadcasts? Yes, I did, Jeffrey. Do you know that's why? Don't misgender her, because one father is the semen donor that created the little girl who divorced the mother, and one father is the stepfather married to the mother now raising the little girl oh my god she has two fathers yes she does have two fathers now in her case her two fathers aren't bumping sausages no her father that donated the semen that created her when she was born uh and the father who is her stepfather you know with a little research people can figure this out but conspiracy theorists go, oh my god that proves it She's a dramatic crisis actor. Did you see she had two different... Logic, logic. If you fail to use logic, you might as well go register as a Democrat because you'll fit right in, right? But fathers don't necessarily equate to sperm donors and sperm donors don't necessarily equate to fathers. But when the media is involved, all kinds of people will come forward and get their chance to get on TV. Well, I'm her father. Well, I'm her father. I bet you those two dudes don't even talk together. But technically, you're right. They're her father. Get it? And I, You know what? I bet you if the dad is remarried, and that would be a stepmother, and the news, and she was out there talking, and the news says, who are you? Who are you? How do you know? I bet she would say, 
I'm her mother. Sometimes there's shorthands. And by the way, you cannot control what the media puts up on the screen. Look at, look at how many times they butcher my name, right? For, for a big part of my life, I've been Joel Von Hutton, Von Hutton, you know, my good Nazi name, Von Hutton. Some of these people don't pay attention, <laughs> right? And they do this stuff. But by the way, yes, there is a distinct possibility that these shootings are activated. Uh, I would disassociate a little bit with the false flag comment. We need to get away from that because there's nothing false about it. It freaking happened. It's a distraction, yes. But I believe, I truly believe some of these shooters can be activated and they work on them for years. You know it and I know it. They work on them for years. And I do believe when they do it, it happens. By the way, somebody's saying, Craig's saying, <laughs> Bobby Python still says Jovan. He's, he's technically correct when he says it. That, But remember, his family's Polish, and he's still used to the different dialects and stuff, and he's te technically saying it right, Jovan, right, Jovan. Uh, he's correct. Hey, did you know that Starbucks has a brand new drink? I'm going to tell you about this story. It's kind of whacked. But supposedly, I guess now one store is at least making uh, iced meth. Yeah, you heard me right. Iced meth. Starbucks, iced meth. Hang tight. More coming up. Be right back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. So my employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. We're selling the best products ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have my towels with proprietary technology, which makes them soft and absorbent. Towels that work, what a concept. They're made with USA cotton and come in a variety of awesome colors. My six-piece towel set is regularly $109.99, now just $39.99 with your promo code. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive this exclusive offer. If you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with the purchase. Thank you and God bless. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happened. In all systems, whether it be you're going to do a public company or you're going to be audited by a bank, they ask you and your accounts to look at everything down to the penny. Why don't we do this in our election systems? And it's because the auditing is set up not 
to find the truth. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling them out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. Hello, welcome to the Jovan Von Hutton Show. Yo, Jovan, Jovan Von Hutton. Yes, I get miss. I don't get misgendered. I, I don't have that problem. Most people look at me and go, that's one mean son of a bitch. And they got it like nailed. <laughs> I don't have the misgendering problem. Uh, but I do have the misnaming problem sometimes. The, the, the media is always butchering my name. Jovan Von Hutton. Joel Von Hutton. It happens all the time. So you want to pay close attention to these news stories. Let's talk about this new Starbucks drink. I don't know if you've been following this or have heard about it. I admit it, I used to be a Starbucks whore. It's the truth, right? I've been known to drive 72, 76 miles one way for a stupid $2 cup of coffee because I don't drink the foo-foo groups. Well, supposedly a Nevada highway patrolman, he filed a lawsuit against Starbucks. He went into Starbucks, and of course, you know, many different ways, Starbucks is very militant towards police. And, you know, a lot of these wackadoodles are kicking uh, uniformed officers out of the store saying, I'm, I'm offended. That gun might hop out of your holster and shoot me. Please leave. You're scaring me like a little girl. Anyway, and so they're doing that, right? And uh, by the way, go into Starbucks and get the garden grounds. Yes, get the coffee grounds, right? Get the coffee grounds, okay? But anyway, but anyway, this Nevada trooper went in and he got his normal drink. Ironically, it happened on September 11th. This has been going on for a suit for a while because it happened in 2020. So you can imagine all the rhetoric it was going on then. Think about it. It's going to be the election, orange man, bad, Starbucks, you know, Starbucks, Antifa, Antifa, Starbucks. It's kind of, you know, interchangeable. Right. You get bonuses if you work for Starbucks and you're Antifa. You know what I mean? You, Antifa sometimes forgets and still wearing the green apron. But anyway, he goes in 9-11 on 2020 and he ordered his iced coffee. The only problem is the Bud Rista. I, oh, sorry, wrong store. That's the cannabis store. But the barista gave him iced meth coffee. Yep. This is what it asserts that he drank his iced latte or iced whatever, iced coffee. He started having symptoms immediately, including to uh, burning sensations throughout the body, uh, upset stomach, shooting pains to his head, uh, problems with his extremities that lasted even two weeks after the lawsuit. And they directly kind of correlated it to this drink from Starbucks and uh, remember, at the time, everybody was saying, defund the police, defund the police, and all this other stuff. 
and they believe he was slipped meth. And so they filed the lawsuit. It's not a big lawsuit. Uh, he's only seeking $15,000 to pay for all the medical costs. But they're suing Starbucks because Starbucks, the company, condoned and encouraged anti-police rhetoric. And he's saying since the company condoned anti-police rhetoric, that uh, literally they're culpable, which is kind of true. And so they've been sued for negligence, assault, vicarious liability, respondent superior, that's because he was an officer, negligent hiring, training, supervision, retention, uh, intentional infliction of emotional distress, negligent in infliction of emotional distress, breach of warranty of merchantability, meaning it's not as advertised, breached of implied warranty of fitness for a particular product, and punitive damages. He's sick, seeking $15,000 of damages. I think it's totally justified. I would have had uh, engaging in the hiring of liberal assholes. But hey, uh, that's not one of the crimes in this country. If you want to if you want to hire people that hate the United States of America and make total asses of themselves and want to burn down the country, that's fine. I'm trying to, you know, why are they so anti-police? I just, I just don't get it. I really, really, really don't get it. But it, it's what's going on. It's what's cool. Now, one of the new trends that's going on over the weekend, one of the largest egg factories in the United States, yes, one of the largest egg factories in the United States was torched in the middle of the night. This is going on more and more and more. Our food factories, our big food processors are being set on fire. Now, this particular one was in a place called Howard Lake, Minnesota. It's one of the nation's largest eggs producer. And somebody went in and set it on fire. This place provides about 3 million eggs, but they specifically supply the big retailers. Somebody set this thing on fire. They cannot figure out why it happened and what set the chicken barn ablaze. It destroyed all the eggs. And I think it destroyed about 200,000 laying hens, right? It's really odd how this continues to happen. It's really odd how this continues to happen to our commercial food processing plants, growers, etc. It's interesting. It's coinciding at a time when our shelves are bare or they're keeping stuff offshore. They're not letting truckers truck it. In the middle of our historic inflation, and if you were around in the mid-70s, you remember the gas lines, you remember the fattiest hamburger in the world being $9 a pound, and that was outrageous then. That'd be like paying $50 a pound now in scale. Something's going on. Now, I call that domestic terrorism. That is, in fact, domestic terror terrorism. There have now been 16 major fires, all at industry food processors and plants just in the last five months. Every single one of them seem to be acts of arson because they are inconclusive. Something's going on. And I'm not talking it's a big chicken barbecue or, you know, the making the world's largest 
omelet. Something's happening. I don't know if it's environmentalists going nuts or environmentalists being um, emboldened because we have a mail order maladministration. But I'm telling you, this is, in fact, domestic terrorism. Us talking about we don't like the election, that's not domestic terrorism. Us talking about something went wrong and they're not letting us investigate it, that is not domestic terrorism. This is an example of domestic terrorism. This is where it's out of control. But remember, in all societies that have switched to socialism, they have a lot of things in common. Number one, they don't work. Number two, the people get screwed. Number three, once you do it, it's very hard to go back. Aside from those, the one th few things they have in common is almost all of them started during a mass fear event by the public where they wanted the government to save them. Sound familiar? Also, many of them got underway during a pandemic. Isn't that interesting? And so this fear porn is one of the things that ushers in socialism. Triangulate this, folks. No food on the shelf. Shipping left out in the oceans. Can't get here. Truckers being locked down. Gas prices through the roof. New York yesterday was $8, $8 a gallon. $8 a gallon. Grocery store shelves bare. Our supply chain system bankrupt saying, hey, WHO, uh, you have to decide our destiny and help us out. They want to go all to digital ID. And Canada just said, no more guns. We're going to buy them back. You got to get rid of them. No more come in the country. No more of them get sold no matter what. And socialism always, as Marky Mark Berkowitz said on Facebook, socialism often starts with a rigged election. Get it? Are you understanding what's going on? Are you understanding why you have to activate? But you know what uh, Democrats say? Never let a crisis go to waste. Never let a crisis go to waste. And, and, and there's still people that refuse to wake up to this. Are you kidding? Look, you go to the gas pumps to fill your car with gas, not pay your freaking rent. Wake up, folks. Hey, think about this. There's a doctor that's going to jail over COVID. Lock them up. Lock them up over COVID. He got caught. Not like you think. He's going to prison over COVID. And he's going to prison over selling a COVID cure. A COVID cure. He's going to prison because he came up with a fake COVID cure. True story. True story. Happened in San Diego. And this doctor was sentenced to prison for selling a fake COVID cure. What was that cure? He was convicted of smuggling hydro hydroxychloroquine. Yep. 
He was convicted of smuggling hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> oh, no. Well, it's a little more different than that. See, this fellow basically was smuggling in hydroxychloroquine to the United States. He was working with a Chinese uh, supplier, and he smuggled in hydroxychloroquine powder, right? Powder versus the pill form. And they la labeled it yam extract, which is a thing, yam extract. Now, yes, he was trying to cure people of COVID. Okay, he was trying to cure people of COVID. And yes, everybody now knows that hydroxychloroquine makes a difference. And it was suppressed. Well, what he was doing is he was taking that powder and he was making his COVID cure kit and he was selling it to his, here's his business, Skinny Beach Med Spas. Yeah, in San Diego. Skinny, Skinny Beach Med Spa. He raised money for this. He got investors. He promised that they would triple their money in 90 days. Uh, you know, hydroxychloroquine is great. It's incredibly cheap right? It's incredibly cheap. Now, of course, if you went to this dude's skinny spa, you were going to pay $4,000 for it. See, therein lies the rub. He wasn't doing something fantastic and benevolent. He was doing something greedy and opportunistic. I'll give you the facts when I come back right after this. The last segment of the program is coming up next. And if you haven't shared cut the crap with your friends in social media, now is the time to do it. Just think how much more power we all would have in saving our great country if everyone knew the truth about what really goes on behind their backs and learned how to tell the system to cut the crap. We'll be right back after this. Get the hard-hitting truth. The left doesn't want you to hear the real truth Jovan Hutton Pulitzer has to tell you. You want common sense and facts, and that is what Jovan Hutton Pulitzer can provide. He is your warrior helping you fight the left. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. The morning after the 3 November 2020 presidential election, Americans woke up to the stark reality that our great nation was under a new type of attack. This attack didn't come with mortars or bullets, but was an assault on our sacred election process. Since then, Americans everywhere have had to ask themselves if they really believe that our election was true and fair. We are in a time of large-scale government corruption, and many have lost faith in our institutions. That's why we formed the America Project for you and for the nation. The America Project was formed by a group of fellow patriots who are building the most pro-freedom and pro-American network ever known. The America Project will connect you with organizations, churches, small businesses, and individuals to help you win for America. 
The America Project is about actions and results. Join our team today. God bless you and God bless America. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut the crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. Folks, I'll tell you a very funny story. Uh, by the way, thank you to, where is it? Oh, my God. Janet. Thanks, Janet, on Twitch. Janet 273-1 or whatever it is, right? Janet, thank you. You're right. Uh, I had the wrong day name on the broadcast running on the ticker on the bottom. If you watch my show, there's a little ticker on the bottom. Uh, you know, kind of like news. And I had the wrong day of the week. And for the life of me, I looked at that this morning. I was looking at it two or three or four times. And I could not figure out what in the hell is wrong. Maybe I didn't have my glasses on. What in the hell is wrong with this? It just doesn't look right. And I couldn't figure it out. So thank you uh, for pointing that out to me. Yeah, let's see. You're the smartest patriots in the room. I love that. Right? I love that. That... Uh, you participate in the show. I love putting you in the show. I love popping you up on the screen so people uh, see what you say. By the way, uh, if you're watching the broadcast all over the video feed for the radio show, if you are on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitch specifically, right, you literally um, get to get your question and stuff popped up on the screen and you can see it. Anyway, let's go back to this doctor. I want to finish telling the story. I didn't want to do all the content on that, but look. So this uh, fellow was sharing his treatment kits for $4,000. Number one, that's, is it profiteering, privateering? You know, literally he was in it for the cash. That's a no-no. Shouldn't be done. It, it this has nothing to do with whether that HCQ should have been allowed or not. This is a fellow that brought it in, and there's many ways to get caught on this. And of course, that's the only one they're going to prosecute. Don't worry about bringing in fentanyl. We don't know who does that. But if you're going to bring in this stuff, uh, hydroxychloroquine, you're going to cure people. Forget it. But he was selling it for four thousand dollars of treatment. FBI got word of it. They purchased six of Stanley's treatment kits. You wonder why they have such big budgets. Anyway, uh, there was a phone call with an undercover agent. He made, uh, this doctor made false statements about, about it. And of course, those false statements are probably going to be challenged now that we know the truth about it. But they said he made false statements. And he said he got a, a, a tank of hydro, hydroxychlorine out of China, blah, 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 smuggled it in, did this, did that, called it sweet potato extract. I don't know why he would go telling people that, dumb butt, uh, whatever. But this was at the height of the pandemic. And even if it was something that would work, he should not have used his position to undermine the trust and integrity of, quote unquote, the medical profession, who has now subsequently lost their uh, entire integrity and trust of the medical profession. Right? But, okay, 
this guy should not have done that. And so what he did is he was uh, using a manual capsule filling thing, bags of empty pills, filling it with this, calling it his super duper cure. And the government saying, that's not true. You can't say that. And him smuggling it. There's a lot of things, right? Bad with this. And I think in this case, everybody's bad. Uh, I understand internationally, one of the organizations put uh, hydroxychloroquine on a some sort of list to keep it from being happened. They kind of knew all this stuff. It's nuts. But in this case, the government was right. This is a no-no. You should not be trying to uh, do this stuff. That's the problem with it. That's the problem with the whole system. Greed, 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 opportunity, greed. Don't let a crisis go out. And this is what's happening all over right now with this Uvalde thing. Don't let a crisis go out of whack. Use it, use it, use it, use it, use it. Now, I personally think our healthcare system is broken. We know it. I pray that I do not have to go back to the hospital for anything because I'm worried the fact that I'm now out, did you know, as a conservative, not just this technologist that's, you know, does a lot of work in the liberal world of technology. I'm now out as a hardcore, I love America, save this freaking country, get your crap together. We have to fix this conservative. And so I personally, I am terrified now of going to the doctor, meaning the hospital. Oh, by the way, somebody just pointed that out. Was that, uh, Craig said, finally out, you're brave. Now there's a bravery we could stand for. You know how they say, you're so brave coming out as a marshmallow. You're so brave, you need a litter box in the boys' bathroom. No, you want to know what brave is? Brave is coming out as a conservative and standing hard. You're right. You are right. And when you find out some of these hospitals and the fees and stuff they got during this thing, oh my goodness. But I am terrified. I was terrified the whole time I was poisoned that if they got a hold of me and we're all scrambling under the radar to get me treatments, to get multiple doctors and stuff going on, I was terrified and thought many times they're going to have to rush me to the emergency room that I would, I would become, I told you so, I would become the poster boy of, see, we told you. Because when the story came out when I got bioattacked, it was at a convention about conservatism, but the Newsweek wrote about me getting attacked, but wrote about it calling it an anti-vaxxers convention. I truly think, and boy, you talk about people around me trying to make sure that I do not go in system, right, and trying to protect me. I don't think I would have come out. I really don't. It was bad enough what happened to me, but I truly don't think I would have come out, right? Um and so that's the conundrum we're in. We're in a country that we now have to truly fear our government. We now have to truly fear our doctors. 
And every bit of this is caused by your ballot, period. If we don't get this ballot issue fixed and we don't get rid of these voting machines, they're gonna keep themselves in power and it's going to get worse. The one thing where we can make a difference is get these elections fixed, get this simple piece of paper fixed and tell every one of these politicians to cut the crap. Okay, so I'm finished with the radio program. Give me a minute here and we'll chat uh, for a few minutes. Um, by the way, if you didn't watch the interview I did regarding ballot mules in Arizona, going to the people that are technically the whistleblowers that enabled it to get on the radar of Catherine, Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips, which enabled them to bring technology to bear to figure out what was going on. What I find very ironic about this is the newspapers are hammering, or I shouldn't say newspapers, journalists that are not journalists, reporters that are propagandists are saying, that's not accurate enough technology and you can't really tell if the person did anything it was so much that i think one of the large phone companies executives basically came out and said hey you're wrong it's that exact but isn't it funny the way they tracked down all of the different people at january 6th was utilizing the same technology to track the mobile phones to find out who they were. So it works if the left wants to use it. It's not a viable thing if the right wants to use it. That's how upside down some of this stuff is. And so what you should prepare for this week, by the way, and, and yes, the FBI and the police and the CIA and all kinds of agencies use geo-tracking all the time, all the time and etc. Okay, so this week, probably a lot will uh, is this is going to steadily heat up and I'm going to warn you, it's going to steadily heat up. More things are going to come out faster. And where it sets on our side, you're going to see a few more reports coming out. Hopefully you got my hemo report. Okay, hemo, not homo, hemo, like hemophilia, hemoglobin, bleed, bleed report. And you're going to see six more reports follow just boom, 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 boom. And once those final six are in, then you will get what's called the impact report. Each report stands on its own. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, you know, it stands on its own. And I, re I uh, release them that way so you can understand each one. There, there is no use in the world, folks, no matter how many people bitch and complain, of putting out one general report, just let me read it line by line, and I'll know. That's not how it works. This is historic work. It's not freaking footnotes. That's our problem. We treated everything as footnotes and, and abridged comments. No. So every report comes out in its totality. I spend time giving you time to get used to it and to understand it. That's why 
you know, 2000 mules is the easy to understand. You only have to understand one technology, geo tracking. So there is no advantage, no advantage for me to basically go, here you go. Okay. It just doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. And so the way we put them out one at a time, so you can understand them, you now see we've been prepping you all the way so you can understand what these things are. And uh, then those reports go into an overall impact statement because you have to understand why and how they work. Remember, one of the common thread in all of the six states was a manufactured time crisis, meaning why did they stop counting ballots at one point? And then when they get to this dead time in between, we find out somebody else got all the vote. It requires the time hack. It requires the time crisis for several reasons. It gives them the ability to work under radar, to see the numbers, to put in what they need to put in, get the numbers straight in their head, and then to scour the systems, scour the systems to make sure they didn't leave any digital footprints or it can be discovered. And if they did, then they start erasing those systems, which appear as holes. Now, do you understand? That's why this has never been about one item. It has never been about one item. They do multiple things. But in the time crisis hack, they can insert and manipulate, but they always, they always, always, always have to go back and attempt to scrub their footprints, which is incredibly hard. This is a video from early 20. From somebody you now know you couldn't depend on, but something the media tells you is fake and is not real, which is the report we released week before last. It's true, but rewatch this again. There's no, right now, a foreign country could print up tens of thousands of of uh, counterfeit ballots and be very hard for us to detect which was the right and which was the wrong ballot. So I think it, it, can, it, it, it can upset and undercut the confidence in the integrity of our elections. One more time, say it again. There's no, right now, a foreign country could print up tens of thousands of, of uh, counterfeit ballots and be very hard for us to detect which was the right and which was the wrong ballot. So I think it, it, can, it, it, it can upset and undercut the confidence in the integrity of our elections. So in all of this, so you understand what's going on, for those of you that just cut to the point, give me a little bit, I just want to know it now. You're the problem. And that's not the way this works. That little bitty mind mentality. Let me just have it right now for me. Only me. I just want to know right now. That's the problem. You're a successfully trained robot to want it now. But if you are on the side of doing it right. And if you are on the side of making sure we get this fixed. And if you are on the side 
to make sure we get all of this stuff plugged and it never happens again, then you have to understand there is a process. And what you are about to, here's what you're about to see. The dialogue's gonna change to, here's a way it was done, 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 here's a way it was done. And you're gonna see actual audit evidence and you've seen 2000 mules evidence. And it's about to go to the next phase where you're gonna see and understand the digital evidence. And then it's all stitched together. So you understand how everything works and how it all worked together. And once you get the big picture, you realize one important thing, that voter fraud is not a thing. Election fraud is the issue. Voter fraud is when somebody votes dead mama's ballot and gets caught. Election fraud is something completely different. That's Rico the Grand, Grand Cabal. And so when you see how it all connects, you go, how'd they pull this off? And then the last little piece is, here's who, here's when, here's where, here's how, and here's the money that did it. That's the difference, period. I'm telling you, you, you just use your brain. When these, you got to pay attention to what these news organizations say. When they say voter fraud is negligible, it's minor. Here's what they're trying to do. Burn a bitch in Arizona, 2.1 million ballots, one person cast mama's ballot, let's go arrest her. What they're giving cover for is we only found one person in 2.1 million. It's very tiny. Do you understand how it works? That's why they do it. It's all part of a political cover game. They will sacrifice someone. They will always give political cover. And that way, when you say, we, but we know it happens, they can say, yeah, we know it happens. Look, we found this one person in this city. It's all smoke and mirrors, folks. They will point to that one person to say, look at me, I'm doing my job. All the time, knowing they're avoiding election fraud, and that's where the real problem is. That's how it works. And that's why you need to get your head in the game. You need to understand every one of them. You need to understand how big and monumental this was. So you can get your butt in this fight and you can fight it and you can call out your lawmakers because I'm guaranteeing you, any of, any of you have watched me more than a few months, you are now more educated than most all of your lawmakers. You are now more educated than them. Y'all have a good day. More coming out on Locals and I'll see you this evening. Take care. Bye-bye. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut the crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut the crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program. It's a movement, the right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Jovan Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. Okay. I'm sorry. I got to stop. Let me go back to some comments here. Let me go back. Where did I see it?
hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh-oh, damn it, they go so by too fast. Hold on. I want to read a comment here because I want to address it. It's worth addressing. Hold on. Come on. Where did it go? It's a Facebook comment. And it is. Give me a minute. These things go by so fast, but this is one I've got to do. I'll be damned. Now I can't find it. Hold on. Okay, here you go. Dixie Dromberger says, how in the actual fuck is Jovan still? I'm assuming because you were talking about social media, right? The, the reason I'm still on social media is for two reasons. One, I understand the very fine line that has to be walked. There are certain things I can say on regular social media, and there are certain things I can't say on regular social media. Every time they do something to me, I make sure the public knows. And I shine a light on them, okay? And I force you to know about it. But I do an incredible tap dance not to say certain words that the AI listens for. And it's a very fine line. Now, there are people out there that say, Joe, I must be part of it because he's not getting kicked off. I'll remind you, my Twitter's been canceled three times. I've had to start over three times. I lost my YouTube, 259,000 subscribers and million, tens of millions of views. I, I can't even watch a YouTube video on my systems anymore. That's how much they've buried me. And so that's kind of what it is. Remember, I'm a technologist. I understand how it works. I understand what they look for. I can look and see what the AI is triggering. And I'm very careful. And you know why I'm very careful? I'm very careful because I want to make sure I can continue to be here for you. That's what matters. Bye-bye. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried canceling myself and my pillow. Well, during these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. For a limited time, you can get my brand new product, My Slippers, for 50% off. That's the lowest price ever. And remember, My Slippers come with an exclusive four layer design. These layers combine to give you amazing comfort and support and help reduce stress on your feet. And with the durable indoor outdoor sole, you can wear My Slippers anytime, anywhere. I personally guarantee these will be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use a promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my slippers for 50% off, the lowest price in history. And if you do it right now, I'm going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. But you know what? 
If we lost the election, we know when we lose. If I lost the election, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. Seriously. The county has refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers, Sonny. The county refused to produce the network routers. Wendy, we gotta get those routers, please. Get up! Routers. Come on, Kelly, we can get those routers. Those routers. Wow. If you got those routers, what that will show. And they don't want to give up the routers. They are fighting like hell. Why are these commissioners fighting not to give the routers? How simple could it be? That will tell the truth. And they don't want to give up the routers. What are they trying to hide? And I say it, and I'll say it, because the easiest way of cheating is to throw them away. That's easier. The county has refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers, Sonny. The county refused to produce the network routers. Wendy, we gotta get those routers, please. It's so unfair. It's so unfair, it's so ridiculous. I, I'll be honest though, look, we all like to win. If I lost this election, I could handle it pretty easily. What? Running 24, sir, you're gonna win. And I say, wait a minute, I just won six months ago. The big lie, they call it. Those trends are unproven. And knowing what happened in the election is a good thing, not a bad thing. It's a good thing, not a bad thing. It's a good thing. The county has refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers, Sonny. The county refused to produce the network routers. Wendy, we gotta get those routers, please. If you think about cancel, everything about cancel culture, they want cancel culture. But what they don't want to do is anything having to do with the 2020 election. We have no press. We have no voice. They almost got away with it. They may have gotten away with it. And I've got to tell you, I've got to say this. I've never said it before, but I've always thought it. I get along with Putin because that's a good thing, not a bad thing. The county has refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers, Sonny. The county refused to produce the network routers. Wendy, we got to get those routers, please. Get up! Get up! I need for you to hear this When you're in prison it will feel 
wipe your bliss. You think you're a king in charge of my body. The Constitution says that's really naughty. You promised a vaccine and it would be the end. All of that was a lie. Now you're on shot four, but it doesn't stop the spread. And Schumer, all of you. A, 